0: A lot of wineries, they don't know actually what to do with that waste. So that's also one of the bigger problems that it's not just producing the fuel. It's also, what do we do with all of this? Not much work has been done to actually look at grape pomace. We have the technology at our university to actually utilize that waste into their own wineries to generate electricity or just put it in any of the diesel engine as well. Impact, a Sikh University podcast where our experts unpack their latest research in easy to understand language. We discover how these researchers are creating solutions to some of the world's most complex challenges. Subscribe now to Sikh University podcasts so you don't miss an episode and join the conversation on Sikh University's social media.
1: Australia's wine industry is one of the world's biggest, producing up to 1.3 billion litres every year with dedicated consumers here in Australia and also around the world. In 2019, wine production used 1,730 kilotons of wine grapes and created 350 kilotons of leftover skins and seeds. This is known as Grape Mark. This might sound like a lot, and it is. The CSIRO says this is the biggest food loss stream in Australian horticulture. But what if we could do something with it? Well, a CQUni researcher has big plans for diverting it from landfill and into green energy. I'm Dr. Alex Russell, and I'm a researcher in the gambling lab here at CQU. So why am I doing this interview? because this topic is particularly close to my heart. My PhD actually focused on wine appreciation and how people develop wine expertise, and I sold wine for about 10 years. I know there's a world of people motivated by so many aspects of the wine industry, and I'd love to know if that could include turning wine waste into energy. So let's meet our expert. Dr. Hina Panchasara is a mechanical engineering expert who's passionate about cleaner, greener energy options. And Hina wants to create solutions that consumers can get passionate about too. Her current research work is a wine industry collaboration to turn wine waste into biofuel for automotive engines, and maybe even generate electricity via power generation engines and more. Hina's been with Siki University's College of Engineering and Technology since 2016, and she's a co-director of Siki Uni's Clean Energy Academy too. Hina, welcome to Seek University Impact.
0: Thanks for having me for this podcast and I'm really uh, glad to be talking about this today.
1: I'm excited to hear what you've got to say, especially about wine. It's a very important topic. Uh, So when people think about wine, engineering probably isn't the first thing that comes to mind. So how did you, a mechanical engineer, get started looking at wine
0: waste? That's that's a good question. Um, Australia is actually known for... Um, world's very famous uh, wines, isn't it? So it's, uh, and the weather becomes warmer, people start uh, thinking of uh, a really chill glass (laughs) in their hands. Um, um, As a mechanical engineer um, and specifically focusing on the finding cleaner alternatives um, I have been actually working on looking at different alternatives to now get uh, biofuels or bio oils from waste derived sources. So there's a lot of waste that goes into the landfill and just it ends up just polluting the land. So I've worked on several of the kitchen based oil. I've worked on several transtarified oils. Uh, and then now I thought that uh, now it's time that, you know, world is moving towards generating a lot of waste. So why not create something useful out of the waste? So um, thinking on that, um, I stumbled upon um, there's a lot more potential with the wine, wine industry and specifically Australia. Um, there's, there's a lot of waste that uh, we don't utilize it properly. And then somewhere uh, it just ends up in the landfill. So it's you can't meet the production and the waste generation. So that's where we thought that to produce some useful biofuel, first step is to to see the possibility of how we can generate um, useful fuel out of the winery waste, and actually just uh, help the wine industry in that way to actually utilize that waste into their own wineries to generate either uh, electricity through power generation, or just put it in any of the diesel engine or uh, perhaps at the later stage in automotive engines as well. So that that's where uh, all of the seed started coming into the thinking.
1: Fantastic. I think the wineries would be very happy to look at going off grid and uh, generating their own power there, which sounds fantastic.
0: Yeah, because a so- lot of wineries, they don't know actually what to do with that waste as well. So that's also one of the bigger problem that it's not just producing the fuel. It's also what do we do with all of this? So
1: I was going to ask, up until now, you've mentioned landfill there a couple of times. So they, they just chuck it at the tip and haven't been doing anything with it. So is this the first time they've tried to make um, a biofuel or anything from wine waste?
0: We have seen that there has been some research that has been done globally about uh, producing the oil from a grapeseed. That also uh, needs a lot of cost involved in that. Um, there has been a few... Uh, ways to actually produce the um, the grape uh, derived ethanol out of it, which is also one of the very octane uh, generating uh, source that actually goes into any of the IC engine, and that's actually a very useful additive fuel. Um, that the only difficulty is that uh, people haven't looked at if you want to create a bio biodiesel or in biopure bio oil out of just that pomace waste. So what I am actually focusing on is. Taking the grape mark pomace, which is actually all of the chunks, the crushed ones, the stems and everything, and just removing all the dirt out of it. But taking that part, the, the most dirty part of it, and then creating the um, the fuel out of it. So we, we have the technology at our uh, at our university to actually do that, to to actually make something useful out of the waste. And not much work has been done to actually look at grape mark pomace. We have started to uh, look into that. Uh, how about taking all of that, produce a bio oil, and just test it as an as an additive out of it because. People have looked at the winery waste, but to, uh, to a very surface level and, and not to a level where, where there is a complication because there is, there is a certain kind of complication that involves when you try to actually produce that um, oil out of it because of the way the, the, um, the grape waste is, which has a lot of carbohydrates and there's a lot of chemistry also involved in it, which is actually going to be interesting when we start doing it.
1: All right. So you mentioned diesel engines there. So we could potentially be driving cars.
0: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully. Yes. Yes. I'm very uh, positive about it because there are certain um, preliminary steps that are involved. And even though if, if this kind of just the grape mark as a waste turning into a bio oil and using it as an additive along with the regular diesel, that's going to be also a benchmark if it actually goes there because As I say, there are a lot of complications when you try to take all of that brown, uh, dirty waste that comes out of the winery and then you want to produce it versus grapeseed oil. So that that has been already, um, people have found a bit of success. And having said that, um, not uh, yet, not much of the work has been done in in this area of which we called as combustion, which is just setting things to fire in a very simple terms It's just, uh, you know, burning the fuel. Um, neither in a power generation nor in an IC engine. So I think that's going to be really interesting to look at.
1: So tell me about the machinery that's involved in this process. How big is it? Could it be installed in a home or a winery or within an automobile? Or would it be the kind of thing where people would have to send you all of the waste for it to be processed?
0: We would actually like if they send us (laughs) <laughs> but um now th- there are there are multiple things that are involved before it goes into the car so for example um you take the uh, so there's an amalgamation between the um if i if i talk of the current process it's like cq university so we have a uh, we have a pyrolyzing reactor that that we have uh, set up at our university in rockhampton and that is the main device that actually will generate um all of that will convert all of that waste into a clean fuel. that's part one. The second part is to actually clean that fuel because when you talk about a a process known as pyrolysis, which actually gives you a very um, blackish kind of an impure oil out of that waste. The fuel needs the oil that comes out, even though that is termed as a clean green fuel, it needs to be cleaned up. Um, Then it needs to be actually um, blended with with the regular fuel uh, to actually let it go into any of the engine. So then comes the user part, which is which is an engine, and then we actually test it on the engine in house. And once actually it got successful, then we actually test it on um, the uh, the power generation engine as well. So that's the, those are the two uh, two applications, two engines that use. We have everything that we need to test.
1: Okay, so if this is going into an engine, uh, one of the things we're really aware of with engines is the emissions that come out of them. What do the emissions look like from this biofuel versus more traditional fuels?
0: So as we all know that uh, you know fossil fuels are um, have a really um, bad reputation when it comes to the EPA um, and when it comes to the greenhouse gas. So uh, one of the major challenges is, Everywhere globally people are facing that what are the what are the new ways that we can actually work on to reduce this global emission? Another thing is um, recently, I saw the news that um, the glo- the greenhouse gas emissions that are emitted through the agriculture sector that has also been proposed to actually go to net zero. So Australia is really working from all of the sides to actually control that environmental pollution, and the most important are the particulate matter, which are the uh, the hydrocarbon emissions. There are NOx, which is a nitrous emission, and the the one of the most hated culprit is the carbon monoxide, which is the c o emissions. So people in um, when they talk about the engines and the greenhouse gas emission through those kind of applications, there are the nomenclatures that they commonly use. Is, CO, NOx, PM, or high edge, um, the hydrocarbons. So those kind of emissions, when we, when we look at the biodiesel or the biofuels, um, we have actually seen a lot of success where the emissions have gone really, really down. Um, and that's the reason why um, now it's not even new that ev- in every application, there's one or the other green fuel that has been used and it's been successfully implemented.
1: Fantastic. I'm pretty excited to hear that my wine drinking is going to save the planet. Um, so that's, that's fantastic yep, yep. news. Uh, now there are a big community of wine drinkers out there and, and a lot of them are pretty passionate about every stage of the winemaking process. They like to go to wineries and check out what's going on. Um, do you think there's an opportunity to connect them with this biofuel process and and even get them passionate about using the biofuel?
0: Um, that, that's actually very interesting. And I, um, and that's one of the thing that uh, currently what I'm uh, working on is to actually um, use, uh, I term it as a wine, winery waste management. So it's, it's like a complete integration process where we actually take the winery waste, um, we put it in our uh, reactors to actually uh, uh, produce the bio oil out of it, so you can actually get bio oil. You can get you can get a liquid fuel out of that waste. You can get a gaseous fuel out of waste, which is known as a syn gas, and you can get a, a char, the solid out of the waste. So, our university has the facility of turning that waste into um, a useful green fuel, and which is which is actually uh, known as a pyrolyzing unit. So. You know, once you get that, um, you actually get that fuel, and you can actually just uh, run it uh, in in any of uh, any of uh, diesel generated. And I think it it would it would be um, it would be a great uh, thing. Like for example, you can actually generate um, uh, heat out of it. You can actually generate electricity out of it. So even if if it's at a I, I would see that at a winery, it would be a very complete integration process. Like you make the wine out of the grapes, you generate the waste, you put it in a pyrolysis, you generate the fuel, and you actually use it to, to your own production system where you can actually generate. Uh, for example, if you want to generate electricity, you can do that. If you want to uh, run any of the diesel engine, you can actually use that fuel, blend it with the diesel engine, and you you are actually having a cyclic process out of it. So that would be interesting. Um And one of the very, um, very useful um, ways to actually use in-house. So you're you're not actually wasting much of it. You're not actually ending up in a landfill. You're actually reusing the same thing. Enjoying this episode? Subscribe to Seek University's podcasts on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, rate, review and share.
1: So I'm starting to picture, you know, people getting pretty excited about wine based um, energy, essentially, um, and imagining people on a vineyard tour going around checking the wineries being driven around by a bus that's powered by this fuel as well. So not only are they filling themselves up with wine at the wineries, the bus is being filled up by the winery too, which is fantastic. So there's some big possibilities here. Um, In terms of working with the wine industry, have you seen anything or or, or learned something about them that you didn't know before?
0: I was just picturing in my mind that, you know, I I have taken quite a few winery tours uh, since I have come in Australia. Um, But, I can actually picture myself sitting in that bus, which actually says that like a visual a graphical thing that you, you, you dump your, you know, you, your that wine. And then that all is like going into the engine and that's what you're sitting on. <laughs> the thing is that we have started to work uh, on this project at a very uh, critical time, which is um, towards the end of last year and then beginning all of the beginning of this year until now. So Things have been really, uh, really slowed down on that part. But um, now, one thing I had uh, when I was actually pitching this um, idea to uh, the Wine Australia, which is the the Wine Association of Australia, uh, to their research and development head. And they were actually very uh, fascinated about the idea of just using that raw waste and then uh, and then they were actually, uh, they, they were, they did agree to the fact that, yep, we have that issue that we don't, we, we don't efficiently utilize the waste uh, uh, the way it should be. And there is a lot that is actually just there out there. So um, that's, that's what actually got me really motivated that, yep, I'm on the right track. And I think it's going to be um, something really, um, really useful that not only, uh, as researchers we are going to get out of it but I think as wine industry um, and as the consumers also everyone actually benefits out of it.
1: So it's fantastic it all sounds like it's heading in the right direction using all of this waste that otherwise has only been used a little bit some of the the oils out of the seeds but not much being able to use all of it is fantastic rather than going into landfill Um, and being able to use it for a whole bunch of uh, in a whole bunch of different ways and reducing emissions which is great but Change is hard. Getting people on board for, for these sorts of things is pretty difficult to do. So how can we drive people towards using these sorts of sustainable uh, fuel sources or, or sustainability in general? Is there a game changer here?
0: As, as in game changer is, um, for example, uh, there's, there's there has been a plastic revolution that is going on since quite a few years now, if, if you have heard of it. So uh, people now as researchers... We have also started to look at okay, if there is any waste plastic lying around, give it to us. We'll turn it into something useful, and we are actually doing it um, as well. So this is just a similar thing like that that we have to try to make people aware of uh, how um, how sustainability um, just by just by looking at sustainability, the first thing that uh, often comes to our mind is that you know we don't. Uh, um, produce a lot of waste through our houses and we also we see a lot of green land and all of that. That's just not what sustainability is in a, in a whole sense. So sustainability, with sustainability, what, what people need to be aware of is that, um, and especially as researchers, I guess, that's going to be more important, is that how we can find new ways to actually generate something very useful out of things that are just lying around. So it's, it's not some, uh, our research, uh, now, before a decade and a 15 years ago, it was like, okay, you found a new plant and you produced a, a fuel out of it and that was called a biofuel. But nowadays, it's like a lot of plants have been already exposed and a lot of plants have been actually explored by research community and people have successfully done that. Now it's a time to actually uh, turn around in our own backyards, in our own um, industries and see how valuable those uh, waste material is because we are not... Uh, we. I I guess um, it will be a miracle if the land start expanding and we have more place to live, but that's, while that's not going to happen, while we are utilizing all of the land in, in just landfill, um, I guess that's, that's what uh, I think the real sustainability comes from that looking at uh, small ways out as to how useful we can be, because with the wine waste management, what I think is, it's like um, it's, it's an entire community coming together, uh, the wine industry people are uh, looking at producing the wine, then they are generating that that much of the waste. I think they are also in the need of uh, getting sustainable solution as to what what do we do? Can we do something useful on site and can we use it in our own um and that's that's where this work uh focus, focuses on is that showing them that look it's not about the complicated work it's about just the simple things that you 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 can you can have um for example, a small uh, reactor at a place, and then you can just turn that waste into the fuel and you can actually use it uh, just, to, just to your own uh, winery production, anywhere in your winery production process. Just thinking in a cyclic term, I think that's, that's what a real game-changing research is. It's not like finding everyday exotic things. It's finding something useful out of the small things that are in front of you.
1: Fantastic. Um, all right. So we're, we're moving towards cleaner energy as much as we possibly can, despite resistance from some. Um, for you and your family in terms of the way that you live, how has clean energy changed your lives? And what advice would you give listeners about living more sustainably? You've sort of talked there a little bit about baby steps, but I'd, I'd love to hear about some of the steps that, that you might have taken, for example.
0: I, I actually think of uh, whenever I see j- just just like how I stumble upon the winery waste. I mean, I don't drink wine at all. Um, so um, in that way, just living sustainably is is what what I what I realize is that um, the simple concept of generating uh, something useful out of the waste. So for for us for me, when I see the waste, I know I immediately I think of that. What, what can I do out of this if I'm just throwing it out? Do I really, can I really make anything important out of it? So that actually gives me an awareness of that. Do I really need um, things that, that I'm actually wasting or things that are ending up as a waste? So, um, and culturally also, we have been taught to actually not waste much of the food. So that's that that's actually, um, has, uh, actually just turns out that it's a helping thing. Um, there's a lot to do with the dairy industry as well. So there's a lot of waste and we have certain people um, who, are, who are actually trying to look at that uh, aspect as well. Recently, um, I was just working with a team uh, to actually look at uh, the carbon emissions, the greenhouse emissions from the agriculture side as well. So it's everywhere where you can actually just find smaller, smaller impacts um, and I think that that's what matters. So that keeps me also going.
1: It's great to hear that CQU is leading the way uh, in terms of, uh, you know, green energy here and, and using all of that waste, whereas other people before us haven't so much. So I'm really excited to hear that. When, when are we going to see um, more results down the track? How long until we get a sense of whether this is going to work for us or not?
0: Um, right now, currently, as I said, I, I have a two-fold uh, process in place. So I'm actually um, having a PhD student who is actually working on the automotive side of it. And uh, I'm working with a research team uh, where I'm uh, negotiating um, with the industry to actually generate electricity. And I am very excited to actually find the, um, the match made in heaven where I have the waste, I can produce the clean fuel, and I have uh, someone who is actually interested to couple that. And, and I think that's... Um, that's, those are the two things. So probably something around next year, um, we are going to have uh, quite a bit of preliminary uh, results. And hopefully um, by the end of next year, uh, by the end of 2021, I think we would have something uh, where we will say that, yep, the, we have produced the first phase of the binary waste uh, bio oil and we have actually tested in one of the engines. And I think that's going to be really exciting. So um, 2021 is going to be looking really great.
1: Fantastic. It's got to be better than 2020.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yes, certainly.
1: Dr. Hina Panchara, this has been fantastic talking through your research, um, hearing about what's going on with all this wine waste. I mean, I'm sure many of us were shocked that there's actually wine waste going on. I think we're, you know, a nation of drinkers, so <laughs> we're a little bit concerned about that. But it's great to hear that uh, something can be done with all of this leftover skins and and seeds yep. and stems and everything from, from the uh, the winemaking process, and that it's being used um, towards a cleaner climate, because I think that's something that is important to all of us here, uh, particularly for, for for um, energy generation so we're very excited Um, so this has been uh, dr hina panchara um, from cq university's college of engineering and technology um, and co-director of cq uni's clean energy academy thank you for coming on board
0: thank you so much alex and i hope to show some outstanding results very soon
1: looking forward to hearing it this has been dr alex russell for cq university impact catch you next time
0: To find out more about how CQ University is changing lives through real-world research, check out our website in the description and remember to subscribe to CQ University podcasts so you don't miss an episode.